The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head over to KUTT.com. That's KUTT.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. 15% off everything we use. Promo code PLAYOFFS. I'm just about that action, boss. So we are back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real, feeling real. It's real Furman Jr. here at your service. <laughs> the greatest quarterback of all time plays, plays in yet again another AFC championship game this weekend six straight to start his young career and he's going up against another man that'll be etched in history Lamar Jackson Scott Studio Rochelle Scott what's going on Scotty beat me up Yeah, looking forward to the game. Should be fun. I know last week was a very good episode for me, uh, just in general. Or maybe the episode was fine, but the overall picks were good in the graphic. I ended up sweeping the lock dog and tease. As for the mm-hmm. picks last week, I think they were fine. Uh, props, I think, were kind of hit or miss, but I did have Kittle first touchdown. I think you had that, too, so that worked out well in that Niners-Packers game. But, yeah, yep. games last week were entertaining for the most part. I think three out of four pretty good. The Ravens killed the Texans, but... I part of me wasn't that surprised. Either way, though, point is I do think you should be seeing a pretty entertaining weekend of games. And yeah, uh, this is the smaller spread. So you're expecting this game to be closer than the NFC title game. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but should be fun. You have Mahomes the dog. So what can possibly go wrong? Yeah, I mean, let's talk about him. Patrick Mahomes entering this game as a dog. We look here at the spread. The spread opened up at minus three for the Baltimore Ravens at home in the AFC Championship game. And it is currently sitting at minus four. Actually, no, it's back down three and a half. Yep, so it's gotten up to four. I'll tell you that much. I've seen it get up as far as four. Now it's back down to minus three and a half. 44 and a half is total here. Big news on the injury report. Mark Andrews is active for this game. He's going to be back in the lineup and actually playing. I know we were talking about if that was going to happen, and he ended up getting ruled out late for the divisional round. He is back in the AFC Championship game. Scott, I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes is a dog, but this Baltimore team is really good. Yeah, I, I think the spread is warranted personally. You can make an argument maybe Baltimore should be favored by a bit more. It's kind of been hovering between three and a half and four because the Chiefs are battling some injuries. And I believe it was announced earlier today that Joe Tooney is officially out for this game. So the Chiefs are going to have to reinvent the starting offensive line a little bit. So that could be a factor in this game as well. I do want to ask about your takeaways from the 
last round for these teams because the Chiefs ended up winning as a dog against Buffalo. And that game could have gone either way. Uh, you saw Bass miss the field goal at the end. Game was entertaining, mm-hmm. though. And you can make an argument the Chiefs should have won by more if uh, Hardman was A, decent in football, B, not on the field. Uh, but either way, point is he fumbled into the end zone. That was seven points that was taken off the board. But the Chiefs did win. Game was fun. Baltimore absolutely buried Houston. Now, you could argue that Houston, A, wasn't fully ready for the cold weather outdoors because they're a dome team. B, was just inexperienced, and they just got buried on the road uh, against an elite team. Maybe all the above. So Baltimore Mm -hmm. obviously looked more dominant than the Chiefs did in last week's game, except the Chiefs were in Buffalo. So that kind of explains it, and the Chiefs got the job done. I'm going to ask you, though, were you more impressed by Baltimore last week or Kansas City based on the circumstances? Uh, I think I'm I'm more impressed in by Kansas City and the fact that they found another way to get it done. Mm. And I think that's I think that's more it. They just found another way to get it done. Baltimore, we I I fully expected Baltimore to be this good. And maybe that's maybe that's no fair to Baltimore, but I fully expected them to be this good. But I think I'm super impressed by the Chiefs to be able to battle back in that game and to reclaim a late lead and then be able to hold on to that lead and force them to a field goal that they ended up missing. So um the Chiefs defense is really, really what is the interesting thing here for me this game is that I know Baltimore's defense is good and I know this Chiefs defense is good, but in the playoffs, I feel like they can reach another level. And why I'm kind of targeting the total more than the side in this game, I really like the under in this one. But in terms of, I don't know how I can go against Patrick Holmes and having a good defense. I just assume that this is going to come down to the last possession and it's going to be on one of these two quarterbacks to win the game. Yeah, once again, I just have so many questions about the Chiefs' offensive line, and I'm not going to fully compare it to the t- to the uh, Buccaneers' Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. Tooney's a big piece, and the fact that he's not going to be there is going to be a big deal. I still have serious questions about the actual Chiefs' weapons. We saw Rice got a bit banged up late in that Bills game, uh, but we'll see how he's... He's not going to miss the game by any means, but still the point is I am wondering how healthy he's going to be. Scantling was okay yesterday. I mean, last week at two catches for 60 yards and change. And Kelsey had two touchdowns, uh, but for the most part was kind of a non-factor late in that game. I guess what I'm asking is that I know I was lower on Buffalo than most people mm-hmm. were. I know you were the same way. And I think that Buffalo losing this game to a team that owns them was really not surprising at all to me. And I'm sure a lot of people thought it was Buffalo's year. It's never Buffalo's year under McDermott. It just is what it is. So I think Baltimore was more impressive to me. Because C.J. Stroud and company, yes, they had a pick six or two last in the game against Cleveland, but they scored 40-plus points against Cleveland, and they didn't score a touchdown offensively. Like, that, that's kind of wild. Uh, they, they had one touchdown and a punt return, uh, but the Texans' offense with Stroud only scored three points. This Ravens' defense is nuts, and I just think that at the end of the day, the Chiefs' offense is going to have too many issues with their lack of playmakers to, I think, overcome, in my opinion. And now the Toonies out, and you have to worry about pass protection. That's one area where Buffalo was really disappointing, was that they sacked Mahomes zero times. And mm-hmm. I do think looking at the Ravens being able to get after Mahomes, I think that they'll be able to run the ball. Buffalo ran the ball well. We know Baltimore has a lot of options on the ground, whether it was Lamar going for 100, maybe Gus Edwards in the trenches. Uh, you can use Justice Hill out wide. point is you have a lot of different ways to attack this Chiefs run defense, and I do think that this team can have success in that area. It's also... A pretty big day if you're talking about uh, Ravens alum being in the 
or alumni being in the arena. I think they're having mm-hmm. something. What was it? Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Ogden. They, they brought in the, uh, everybody. Terrell Lewis. Terrell uh, Sugg said he was going to be there. Like everybody, everybody's pulling up. So, yeah, uh, based on that, I, I'm going to lean to the Ravens here. I just think at home with a healthier uh, offensive line and with their defensive talent, I just think the Chiefs are up against it. I know Mahomes is great and he can do. And if there's one quarterback to pull it off, it would be Mahomes. But this line mm. feels short based on the talent disparity, in my opinion, between both rosters. And I, I think I'm, I'm just giving that defense a little bit more credit because as good as I know Baltimore's defense is going to be in this game, that Chiefs secondary is pretty good, man. Like right. They're pretty good. The pass rush, it all comes together. Steve Spagnola just done it again where he's just made all these pieces really gel together and make what looks like a, you know, a Super Bowl-level defense that can carry them all the way to the game. And so I think that Lamar Jackson this season has now opened up more as a passer with Todd Monken in that offense and they've gotten things through the air going where it's kind of they don't have to lean on the run game as much as they normally have and and they're more two-dimensional now than one-dimensional and so now i think it's the chance where hey this chief's defense can, can eliminate those passing lanes make it really really tough on him make him have to be a runner in this game and kind of focus his game back into one aspect rather than how crazy it's been this whole season so they've held to a Josh Allen, under 200 passing yards. I think they can do Lamar Jackson the same, and that alone will make this a little bit closer. Yeah, I'm taking the points. But I think we're both on the same side of the under here. Yeah, I'm on the under as well. Uh, I like the Ravens, though, for the side, if that wasn't clear. I just think that Baltimore, I do agree with you, in the passing game might struggle, but I don't think they're going to need to throw the ball that much because I do think that the Chiefs' run defense is a bit suspect. And I know Willie Gay is a bit banged up. He's expected to play in this game. But, of course, he's one of their main uh, quarterback spy linebackers or his overall run stoppers. And I do think that could be an issue if he's going to be less than 100%. But I think Baltimore is going to drain clock. Uh, I know, unfortunately, the game against the Texans ended up going over by half a point. But Mm -hmm. the argument was Baltimore is going to run the ball and they're going to drain a lot of clock. And that's exactly what they did in the second half against Houston. The issue is Houston couldn't tackle, and Baltimore just kept scoring. But they had a couple of really long drives. I do think that's going to be the same story. The Chiefs are the same way. Even when they score, they really don't generate many chunk plays, and I do think they are going to also, if they score in this game, have six-minute scoring drives, seven-minute scoring drives. Like A lot of times that it come off the clock when these teams are rolling offensively, and you might see some long field goal drives. And I just think that based on that and based on the defense being in good form, I do like the under. I think most people, especially the public, will blindly take the over because you have Lamar and you have Mahomes and they'll find a way to make this game high scoring. That's really not how the Chiefs especially operate because offensively they've been a mess all year and they get by because their defense has been solid. Mahomes makes some plays here or there, but they drain clock and they're able to uh, force some turnovers defensively. But I do think the under is probably the play I'm going with as my mm-hmm. I don't say favorite play. I think I like the Ravens a bit more. But I think for the sake of this game, if I had to pick a score, I do think that I, I'm not even sure the Chiefs reach 20 in this game, which might sound a little bit insane because it's Mahomes we're talking about. But mm-hmm. I got tw- personally, I got 24-17. Pretty standard score, but I think that the Ravens are good enough to win this game by at least a touchdown. Mahomes keeps it interesting. I'm not picking the Chiefs to get fully blown out. But I do think that the talent disparity is enough, especially with home field advantage, that Baltimore gets it done and advances to a Super Bowl. I got it pretty similar to that 2017. 
2017, you know I trust. I have to trust our savior, Patrick Mahomes, man. Goat, man. He's the goat. Got to beat the man until you you can – look, wait. Hold on. In order to beat a man, you got to beat the man? Yeah, in order to beat a man, you got to beat the man. Ric Flair. And right now, (laughs) that boy Mahomes is still the man. But, hey – if Lamar Jackson get it done, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm happy whoever so, wins. So I have a question though. Does that mean you're expecting Mahomes to be wheeling and dealing, or wheeling or dealing? Nah, wheeling and dealing. Wheeling and dealing. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah so you're definitely dealing. taking the Chiefs. Yeah, okay. Just yeah, sure. wheeling and dealing for sure. Hundred percent taking the Chiefs. Let's go. All right. Before we get to talking about first touchdown, gotta talk to you about Prize Picks because you need to make sure you tap into their injury insurance. That reboot bonus where. If a player does not finish the first half and they exit in the first half, don't come back in the second half, then guess what? That player is rebooted. And PrizePix is the only only daily fantasy sports platform that's giving you insurance, injury insurance just like this. So make sure you tap in with PrizePix and use their community play section so that you can go and play with some celebrities. Celebrities have a whole bunch of Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz. Like those guys like PrizePix as well. So you can tell their plays. You can tell our plays. You can do all of this on prize picks make sure you tap into prize picks we'll be dropping the prize picks lineup at the end of the show prizepicks.com slash sgpn use code sgpn for a first spots match up to 100 dollars. that's prizepicks.com slash sgpn code sgpn prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy all right first touchdown scott over to you cash with kittle last week yeah and I cashed in the first uh, playoff week with I'm trying to remember who that I had I had Rasheed Rice uh, who so two for uh, two got done uh, so far I mean we've done multiple games but not exactly two for two but I've gotten it at least one in each of these episodes uh, yeah. so for uh, my picks here I did go with two Chiefs and two Ravens it's kind of weird because I picked the Ravens to uh, win the game except my my cheapest options are Chiefs because I just don't think they have enough playmakers to actually go down the line with them. So I ended up going with Pacheco at plus 850. Uh, he's had a touchdown in five of the last six games, and we do know that, once again, he runs extremely angry. Uh, but I think that Pacheco at plus 850 he usually gets red zone touches, and I do think that, once again, he's easily the running back one on this roster. So giving Pacheco at plus 850. I did run it back with Rasheed Rice at plus 950. He's had a touchdown in three of the last six games. So I do think, once again, Rice has been the main weapon in the passing game besides Kelsey. Uh, for this Chiefs team, give me Rice at plus a nine fifty. I got Zay Flowers at eleven to one as my first Raven. He has a touchdown in four of the last six games. The issue that I ran into though with the Ravens is that the Chiefs' rush defense is kind of what I wanted to target, except for the fact that every single runner on the bo- on the Ravens is cheap as hell. So I really just couldn't use them unless I was going to go for like a Justice Hill. Uh, but Lamar's cheap. Gus Edwards is cheap. I, I just didn't have many options here for a good price if I wanted to go after the Ravens rushers. So I ended up mm-hmm. going with the passing game. But I do like Flowers in that spot. I think he's in line for a potentially good game. In my last pick, I was torn between either Andrews or Likely because Andrews is going to probably end up playing in this game. But he's got to be on a snap count. He hasn't played in months. So... But he's been practicing for a couple of weeks. I do want to ask you, how many snaps percentage-wise do you think Andrews plays? 50-50? Mm-hmm. You think he's actually playing a lot? I think he might. I think he might play. I think it's gonna go by a year, but once he starts going and he and if he looks good early, I think it's probably gonna be like 70, 30, maybe 60, 40. A little bit, a little bit lean more to Andrews getting some more favor. snaps. 
uh, in Andrew's favor. Yeah, I don't think so, it's gonna. It's not gonna be a thing. I don't think it'll be either likely or out snap him. I think it's either 50-50 or it goes in Andrew's way. Yeah. So for me, I'm gonna actually win with Andrews here at a fourteen to one. I just think it's a good price. I thought about likely, but truth is, with Andrews being back, that gap between the two of them should be a bit higher. Likely's mm-hmm. been good, but I do think Andrews obviously is regarded as being one of the best tight ends in the league. Maybe you'll see some two tight end personnel. We'll see what happens, but I do think that. Andrews, we know how good he is. I think that he's in line for a good game here. If he does play a lot of snaps, give me Andrews at 14 to 1. All right. Let's go. I took both defenses. Okay. 28 to 1 and 35 to 1. 28 to 1 for the Baltimore Ravens, 35 to 1 for the Kansas City Chiefs. Because this is the game that a defensive touchdown is the first touchdown. When you have both of these quarterbacks, both of these offenses, you assume that it's going to be on offense that they're going to score. You assume that it's going to be a bunch of points like we talked about earlier with the public betting the over. Like this is no. These defenses are live. They are really, really good. Lamar Jackson had an issue fumbling the ball earlier this season. We know Patrick Mahomes has an issue with the interceptions from time to time. I think this is an opportunity where one of these defenses can get on the board early, get their team on the board early, and it's very, very unconventional for this game. Everybody's targeting all the outside weapons. I decided to go the road, less travel by, and take both defenses. So 28-1, Baltimore Ravens, 35-1 for the Kansas City Chiefs. To close out my Kansas City Chiefs, I had to take the GOAT in the AFC Championship game. Everybody's looking for the other quarterback to be first touchdown. Patrick Mahomes, it's been a while, man. It's been a while since we cashed the first touchdown for you. So let's get it in the AFC Championship game here. 25-1, to 1, Patrick Mahomes runs it in himself. And I'm going with Justice Hill. I like the the rush defense angle. I'm just going to take my chance that hopefully it's Justice Hill that gets it in end zone this time. Hopefully off of that wheel route, you know, they really got him going in the passing game this year. Could be that he's just the running back on the field at the time because I think this is a low-scoring game. So I don't think that one of the first couple of drives is really going to be this first touchdown here. So more time in the field, more game, more games, more possessions. That opens up the lane for Justice Hill to be on the field at the time they're getting the first touchdown. Justice Hill at 14-1. Yeah, Hill I thought about, uh, especially since I do think he can be first touchdown score in a couple of ways. Maybe gets a carry, maybe gets a touch in the backfield in the passing game. I and it just about, has to not be the first drive. Like, if it's like yeah. the second or third drive, I, I feel good about Justice Hill being in the game at that point. They play those two running backs pretty interchangeably. Yeah. All right. Let's see here, Scott. We got props. What's what's your first prop? Where are you going? All right. So my first prop, I am going to go to, I have one chief and two Ravens. I'm going to go with McCall Hardman. Give me the under 12 and a half rushing and receiving yards combined at minus 120. (laughs) Uh, Simply put, guy sucks, uh, but especially after last week, they can't give him the ball. Like, I don't know how he's supposed to get an actual... Uh, I'd say a decent amount of targets if he's going to fumble twice with one catch in the game last week. Uh, Fumbled on special teams, fumbled at the one-yard line. He's terrible. I mean, he's a bad football player. It is what it is. Uh, He's fast, and that's basically it. So I don't see him being involved at all. I'm not saying they're going to full. Maybe they'll give him one end around or one uh, pop pass, but he's a gadget player anyway. Mm -hmm. And after last week, he might be phased out entirely because you just can't trust him. So I'm going to give him the Canaries Tony treatment of this mm-hmm. team's better when he's off the field. Give me a uh, Hardman under uh, for the 12 and a half rushing and receiving yards combined. 
He's had less than 13 yards in 11 of 13 games this season uh, with the Chiefs and with the Jets. One exception was the Week 18 game where none of the starters played. So with the starters playing, he's gone under in 11 of 12, and he's had less than two yards in each of the last two games. So once mm-hmm. again, he's been a non-factor. This line's too high. Give me the under on Hardman rushing and receiving. All right. I'm going to Lamar Jackson. They're putting the ball in his hands, so they're going to do it often. Giving Lamar Jackson over 10.5 rushing attempts, minus 130. You look at what he's done in the past. What is this? Six games. He's actually gone over this line in four of the past six games. The only two games he didn't go over was against the San Francisco Niners and 49ers, San Francisco 49ers, and the Miami Dolphins, where they won both of those games by 33 19. 56-19. It was a blowout. He didn't play the whole game. He didn't have to run the ball. Everywhere else, they put the ball in his hands final on this final stretch to lock up this one seed and propelled him to the AFC Championship. I don't think it's going to be any different here in this game. I think that this Chiefs pass rush is going to be on his ass. Pause. They're going to get to the quarterback, and he's going to have to make it do with his legs, and he's talented enough to do so. I think he's going to go over his rushing yard prop, too. I just kind of like the attempts a little bit more so yeah give me lamar jackson over 10 and a half rushing attempts minus 130 by the completely unrelated luca's got 65 with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter i know what's a book i was watching luca and book book i think uh somewhere in like the low 50s he's at 52 so we'll see maybe luca gets to 80 we'll see what happens but wanted to mention that um, my second prop in this one, he's I am going go for eighty. The, he might be going for eighty-one, bro. I think he might pass Kobe. We'll, we'll he, see. he might uh, be going for it. If I was, if it was me, I would be going for it against Atlanta's defense. Yeah, I'd probably go be going for it too. Uh, looking at the Ravens, though, I am going to go to a defensive player. I'm going to take an under. Actually, I'm going to go mm-hmm. with Roquan Smith under five and a half tackles and minus one twenty. I know how good Roquan is as a player, uh, but you're looking at his actual stats and five and a half tackles are actually too high. He's had less than mm-hmm. six tackles in seven straight games. You might not believe that, but seven straight games with less than six tackles. So I don't know why this one's a five and a half at minus 120. Baltimore's mm-hmm. also fifth in time possession. So the Ravens, once again, might drain a bunch of clock on drives. And as a result, you might get less actual snaps for Roquan to accumulate tackles because the defense won't be on the field. But I do think at the end of the day, you're looking at a spot where Roquan going under in seven straight. I got to take the under here. Minus 120 is a good deal. I'll take the under. <sighs> I hate to do it to my guy, but I think the line is a little bit inflated. I'll take Patrick Mahomes under 240 and a half passing yards. Okay. I All think right. this is that's an ugly game. Going. That's not where I thought you were going to go. Okay. I think this is an ugly game, Scott. Like, I know yeah, I said, let's take the under 44 and a half. I think we can go further than that. I think we can take that under further than that. I really think this is going to be an ugly, ugly defensive game where everybody's going to want to see the fireworks. You hear Mahomes, you hear Jackson, you hear these offenses, and you think it's all going to work. But this Baltimore defense is live, man. They are really, really good. They get, Like you said, they get to the quarterback. It's going to be some uh, concerns about the offensive line here. I don't really – we haven't felt good about the Chiefs pass catchers all year. I don't feel good about them here. And so while I think Mahomes is going to have a drive where he can pull this together and pull out this win, I don't think he's going to do it for the whole game. 240 and a half is just a tad bit too high here for me. I'm going under. I thought you might be going with a kicker prop in this game because I can actually see a lot of field goal drives uh, between these teams. But yeah, yeah, 
Uh, my last prop for this matchup, though, I am going to go with Rashad Bateman. Longest reception over 13 and a half yards of minus 120. I'm not a big mm. Bateman guy, but I have to at least acknowledge he has one pretty decent explosive play per game. He's gone over this number in five of the last six games, so he tends to have one decently long catch. He's gone over this number in nine of the last 12. And he also plays a lot of snaps. Now, this might fluctuate depending on how the Ravens break up the tight ends if they use more two tight end personnel. We'll see what happens. But Bateman has mm. played 65%. He played 65% of the snaps last week which was the second most on the roster. He seems to be firmly based on, at least snap count, the number two receiver on the roster. So if you're going to give me that and a guy, once again, who tends to go over this number in nine of 12 games this season, I do think in the play action game, he can get loose. Maybe just he'll be able to find some openings against the Chiefs uh, second or third corner. But give me Bateman, longest reception over 13 and a half yards of minus 120. You asked for a kicking prop, and I have one for you. Butker? Because there's no way, no way we're in Baltimore for the ASC championship game, and I don't take the greatest kicker of all time That's in a fair. game that I think they lose. The only no concern way. is always that Baltimore's willing to go for it more often than not. That's why Reed, we know, is still somewhat conservative, and he's willing to kick. You know, the Ravens But I don't think that they're going to be in a position. I think that the Chiefs' defense is actually going to be really, really good, and it's going to force them into, like, must-kick downs. It's not going to be a fourth and short, we might go for it in here and there. No. I think it's going to be a lot of fourth and longs and stuff like that on their side of field. So, yeah. Give me Justin Tucker. Over one-and-a-half field goals made, minus 125. I'm all over it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for the props, though. All right. And let's get over to talking about Cut, the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. You can bet against your friends or other users in sports, politics, pop cultures, anything with a verifiable outcome. And check out Real Money Kramer if you don't believe me. Real Money Kramer is giving you great, great odds in the AFC Championship game if you like the Kansas City Chiefs. I think you should take them up on it. Hey, Scott thinks that you should be backing Real Money Kramer here. What do you do? Get into cut.com. That is K-U-T-T dot com, the peer-to-peer social betting platform. And you decide promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Deposit bonus. That is cut K-U-T-T dot com, promo code SGPN. Russell brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. You can research everything in the NFL, NBA, soccer, stroke stats, and data, and use their revolutionary probably optimizer tool that will get hit rates broken down by leg and expected probability for an entire parlay all of that stop betting in the dark and join the over thirty thousand users researching with hall of fame bets download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month to start researching start winning with hall of fame bets we're also about to buy the SGPN merch store. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. 15% off everything in the merch store. Just use that promo code playoffs. We're competing with the other shows, so make sure you buy some NFL gambling podcast gear. 15% off everything in the merch store with that promo code playoffs. Make sure you buy your favorite gear, but make sure that gear is one of the NFL gambling podcasts. All right, Scott. Let's close it out with DFS. We got two flat platforms. You're using FanDuel. I'm using DraftKings. I have one more player with you. Salary is a little bit different. What are you doing here for this showdown slate? Who's in your captain slot? Yeah, so I got Lamar in my captain spot. I just have to use the rushing upside. Guy had 100 yards and two touchdowns last week on the ground. It's kind of tough to ignore. Uh, The Chiefs' rush defense is not great. So I do think, once again, Lamar is worth using as the captain. So I got Lamar Mm -hmm. in that spot. 
I had to use both quarterbacks. I know it's, I, we think it might be a lower scoring game, but I'm not going to pass on Mahomes in, a, in an AFC title game. So I went with Mahomes as well. So I got both quarterbacks. I kind of pivoted off of Andrews. I actually got likely uh, in this spot. I think a lot of people are going to be on Andrews, and I kind of like the pivot mm-hmm. here because likely has been so damn good uh, for the last month and change that they can't really phase him out entirely. Likely, by the way, has had at least one touchdown in five of the last six games. So I think likely, even if Andrews plays, is still definitely alive to score a touchdown in this game. So give me the pivot off of Andrews, because I think most people will have him. Uh, give me likely at uh, around a salary of 10000 I got Bateman at 8000 solely because of snap count. And I do think, once again, he can find his way into the end zone. Uh, but I do think, once again, you're looking at trying to get creative with the rest of the DFS lineup, because I'm using mm-hmm. Lamar and Mahomes, and that's going to take up a ton of cap. So I do think that using Bateman, who at least is on the field a decent amount, is worth considering. So give me Bateman at 8000 And I'm also going to go with Scantling. Kind of the same process as Bateman. Do I like him as a player? Not really, but he's on the field a lot. And I do think, once again, he had a couple of long catches last week. Maybe he gets loose for one. We'll see. He's probably going to have a mediocre best game, but is there a chance maybe he burns somebody and has a long touchdown? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But 7,500 for a guy that's on the field all the time, I do think is worth considering. So once again, my lineup here is Lamar, Mahomes, Likely, Bateman, and Scantling. I went with Lamar in the captain slide as well. I couldn't get away with it, man. Too much yeah, rushing, I man. Yeah. I, I, and I really think that they're going to put the ball in his hand, in there in his hands. So mm. I think Lamar is going to find his way in the end zone. I, I want those guaranteed points there. And so Lamar Jackson is in the captain slot. I play both defenses because I think this is still going to be an ugly game. It's not going to be much scoring. And so if I think that I can get there on the defensive side, I'll take it. So both defenses after that. Justice Hill. Trying to go contrarian there, backup running back. I like that angle. And Isaiah Pacheco still sticking with the running back angle here in a very ugly game. Probably get a lot more rushing yards than anything else I'm expecting. And then I went with the goat kicker, Justin Tucker. Because if the Chiefs get it done and they hold them to a bunch of field goals, Justin Tucker is, they might be 50 yarders. They might be a couple 50 yarders in there. So I'll take Justin Tucker for sure. He knows how to kick in Baltimore. Yeah, uh, Tucker was going to be my potential runner-up, but I did want another Chief. So I decided to mm. go for... I'm curious if there's going to be a lot of Tucker ownership, actually, because maybe it's common, maybe it's not, I don't know. But I just feel like, once again, I tried to go for a Bateman and Scantling. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to have him on the roster. Let's get creative with it. That's kind of how I was going. All right. Let's see here, Scott. Lock, anytime touchdown. And a prize picks lineup to close this out here for my lock. I got to go with Lamar on those rushing attempts, man. I think they're putting the ball in his hands. They said it last week. They showed us it last week where they said, hey, go out there and ensure us this win. We are going to trust you to get this win. We want you to lead us. This is what the whole offseason was for. That whole offseason of Lamar trying to get paid. Is he going to be the guy? What are we doing? All of that. This is what all of that was for. This AFC championship game right here. I trust Lamar and leaving the ball in his hands. Lamar over 10 and a half rushing attempts, minus 130. Yeah. Uh, so for, and you also have a draw if they're winning. I'll take some kneel downs. But yep. I think for this one, I do like both, two of my props here uh, more than the others. I think I am going to go with Roquan under five and a half tackles at minus 120. He's gone mm-hmm. under in seven straight. 
Like, I'm not going to try to reinvent the wheel here. And if I do think Baltimore is going to win the game, that means I do expect Baltimore's offense to have some long drives, draining a bunch of clock, fifth in time possession. But once again, if you go under this number in six and uh, seven strike games and it's minus 120, I don't care what the prop is. I'm probably just going to blindly take it. Give me Roquan under five and a half tackles and minus 120 as my uh, lock. Anytime touchdown, give me likely at four to one. I just like the price. He's had a touchdown in five of the last six games. Uh, I know that mm-hmm. Andrews is coming back, so his snap count might be diminished a little bit. But I also think Andrews won't play as much as people anticipate because likely is so good that I do think you still have to find a way to get him on the field. But a touchdown in five of the last six, and it's four to one, that's good enough for me. I'll take likely touchdown. For my touchdown, going the other way. Everybody's expecting the quarterback to run the ball in the end zone to be Lamar Jackson. I'm expecting it. Contrarian says make it Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes at five to one. Trust in Patrick Mahomes here. AFC Championship okay. game. He balls out. All right. What was the price on that? Five to one. Yeah. I like taking. I like taking a, sh- a big shot here today, Scott. Big shot. All right. Let's lock in on prize picks. Let's see here. Oh, I got to log back in. Really? When did I ever log out? Oh, uh, why is every didn't I have to update underdog earlier today? Yeah, what's with everything uh, needing was either an update? today or yesterday? I don't remember, but it was one yeah, of those days. I think it was today. Here I am updating underdog again. I mean, well, not underdog, but updating prize picks too. Like, you can just let me know when uh, it officially loads. Yeah, no, I, I can't get it to go. There we go. There we go. Okay, we're good. Guess the Wi Fi was, I don't know, that was weird. All right. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Do we have rushing attempts for Lamar up here? Yep. Ten and a half. Stow that in sure. there. Said you want Roquan's under? Yeah. Was it tackles and assist? Uh, it was just tackles if they have that. But Let's see. There's tackles and assists. Let's go back. What's the tackles and assists at? Nine. Okay. He gets a lot of assists. That's why I'm kind of... I just want the yeah. tackles. But... Uh, I don't have just tackles here, Scott. Okay. Uh, well, uh, let's take Tucker field goals because it's fun. Okay. And field I'm assuming they don't have Hardman. Well, I don't have just Justin Tucker, but I do have three and a half combined for Tucker and Buckner. I like that. That's pretty fun. Yeah, sure. I'm in I for like that. that. Let's play that. Okay. So we got a combo prop there. And uh, I'm trying to think of what we want for the last one because they're probably not going to have Hardman. So, I don't mind Justice Hill receptions if they have that. We can do Justice Hill receptions or we can do Mahomes under passing. Uh, which one do you prefer? Well, I picked the Mahomes prop as my, as my prop, so I'm going to have to say that one. But sure, that's fine. I don't mind the receptions for Hill either. We'll go with Mahomes. Mahomes takes us to the promised land. It's just not the way that I would like him to. All right. All right. Lamar Jackson, more ten and a half rushing attempts. Harrison Buckner, Justice Hill, more three and a half field goals made combined. And Patrick Mahomes, less two forty one and a half passing yards. Five to one. Twenty dollars gets you hundred dollars on prize picks. Make sure you use that promo code SGPN. Whew, took a little minute to get there, but we got there, Scott. Anything else for people before we get up out of here? No, looking forward to the game. Should be fun. 
All right, let's see where Luca is at right now on the Luca He's at tracker. 66. What's 66 for Luca? All right. I mean, I don't have anything else. Shout out to the people that catch caught us live watching us on YouTube right now. The three people make sure I like the video on the way out. And for everybody that's listening to us via podcast, appreciate you. Give us a five star rating and review and check us out on YouTube sometime. We're having a good time out here. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending podcast. Just going to end like this. This game's going to be so freaking good. We're out of here.